in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. Turn that on. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle. I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. I would like to thank Lovence for being my affiliate partner for my podcast, as well as my blog at christinekellogg.com. Lovence brings sex tech to every bedroom. Their wide selection of sex toys can be controlled via Bluetooth and even at long distances through their app. Find out how to take your experiences and control to the next level at lovence.com. Please use my link below to support the podcast. I would really appreciate it. Welcome back. I believe this is episode 31. And I'm super sorry that last week there was no episode. I was on vacation and enjoying some sunny weather. This week is going to be a little story time. This is going to be just a short little episode because I would like to talk more about cuckolding. So, This is going to be a little preface to what I've experienced in the cuckolding lifestyle. But first, housekeeping. Well, as you all know, or maybe don't know, We were in Florida last week. We went for about five days, two of which was drive time in a car with three kids. I still have all my hair, which is amazing. It was a lot of driving, and then us coming home was very busy as well. As soon as my fiver went back in office... It just blew up, and I had some jobs I had to get done. My daughter had a driver's test, a behind-the-wheel, wholly stressful on top of everything else, and just 
getting back into the routine of things. And here we are, Easter Sunday, and I'm recording the podcast because I didn't want you to go two weeks without hearing from me because I love you all. Three. Florida was fantastic. It was not the best weather. It was very humid. The sun did come out on the last day. So I'm thankful for that. We all got our little sunburn. We did explore the Pacific Pier, I believe it's called, or Panama City Pier. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but we went to Dick's Last Resort. And I'm just going to insert this funny little story time right here. I don't know if anybody out there isn't familiar with Dick's Last Resort. I'm not sure where they're all located, but you go in and the servers are assholes to you. It's fantastic. They're rude and they make you hats with sayings on them. So I have to look. Exactly. Our server was spot on. It was funny. So I'm going to tell you what our hats said so my daughter said voted best hands in the boys locker room and then my stepdaughter had one that said my bikini line and she cut two holes in the hat and pulled her hair through and my youngest sons said the reason my mom's out of lotion but here's the kicker The waitress made a hat for my subby that says, I love when she puts the strap on, on. How spot on is that? She's brilliant. It was fucking funny. Him and I were dying laughing. Of course, the kids had no idea what the hell that meant. Thank God. But overall, it was a fantastic experience. It was a much needed break. Very grounding to have my feet in the sand and play in the ocean and it was just it was some nice downtime much needed I also would like to address I received a message from my dear friend Tindra on Twitter who has an amazing steamy book Mm. love 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 everyone should check it out I will try to put a link in the show notes I want to tell Tindra that I'm very, very sorry. I have been working on a project for her for quite some time. And with everything going on and our upcoming plans to move into a camper and just life in general, I was an asshole and it's still not done. It is my top priority. And if you are listening to this, It will get taken care of, and I am sincerely sorry that it has not been finished already. All right. Story time. And this is going to be short because after the last two weeks, I'm exhausted and I need to get my brain right. Vacation was fantastic. It was coming back to real life, but is just throwing me for a loop. So I have experienced a little bit of the cuckolding dynamic. And one story in specific, 
I want to share with you all because it was one of my very first experiences and it really almost kind of turned me off to the whole cuckolding dynamic. So I met a gentleman who happened to be a dominant on, I believe we started messaging on kick, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I can't remember for sure. We started chatting. We hit it off. He it told me right away he was a dominant. He was very informative for me on how he would like to see things go. He was kind. Overall, it was a it was a good experience chatting with him. He spoke grammatically correct, which is somewhat important to me. He had a great sense of humor. We seemed to hit it off very well. We decided to meet up and have dinner together. So my subby and I set out. We met at our meeting place. My subby sat at the same table with us. However, he was a little bit... We were in like a U-shaped booth and he was off to one side and I was nuzzled up to my new friend. Dinner went well. I ordered for my subby. We had great conversation about how maybe submissives are looked upon as weak and really they're not. And he discussed how he has the utmost respect for my submissive and he will respect our boundaries. He will respect our rules that we have set in place for how things will work. He was okay with my subby being present if anything should reach the next level. He was very courteous. He was kind. He was informative. Again, everything was going great. He was rubbing my leg all through dinner. It, overall, it was a fantastic experience. We finished up dinner and he walked me out to my car, the two of us in front and my subby behind me. And, you know, we hugged and had a nice kiss where. My subby was very intuitive and grabbed my phone and my purse so that both of my hands were free to enjoy the moment. It was a fantastic ending to a great dinner. We continued chatting via kick, I believe it was. And we decided he was, so I don't know if I've said it before on the podcast, I think I have, that I'm a massage therapist. And he was looking for somebody that could come and give him two-hour massages like every other week or whatever, and he would pay me. So that was actually our next meeting. I was going to his house um, to do a massage for him. And my subby and I were actually headed out of town that same day. So my subby came with me, which... General rule of thumb, my subby is wherever I am until I am to a point where I don't feel like he needs to be there, but that's kind of our dynamic. He will almost always be there. And I can't say always because I don't know what the circumstances will be. There may be an instance where I say, I don't want you there. And that's fine. That's acceptable. But 
my preference is that I want him there just because it's kind of a safety blanket. I just feel better knowing that he's there. So he came with me to do the massage. I do the massage. Everything is great. And towards the end of the massage, he gets up from my massage table after his massage and is standing there. I think he was naked. I don't remember exactly how all this went down, but I think what I did is I poked at his dick and I don't remember if something was said right then or if it was afterwards after I had left and I think it was afterwards and I had gotten a text message from him or a message on kick saying that that was unacceptable and will not be tolerated and He didn't appreciate me doing that. I don't remember exactly what it was. And that was kind of the end of it. So let me explain my feelings. I'm dominant. I like to be in control and I don't like being told what to do. My initial reaction was, fuck off. I don't want anything to do with you. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. However, after some thought, It maybe could have been worded a little better so that, and again, it's coming all back around to me, but that's how my relationship is. It's all about me. And I think the way that he worded it rubbed me wrong. I didn't appreciate it. And I feel like maybe him being a dominant as well as me being a dominant is not a good match. But I don't feel like I maybe have enough experience in this to say that that is an absolute no-go. For me personally, it may be an actual no-go. I may not want a bull or want to mess around with somebody who is also a dominant. Because I feel like I struggle to put my dominant side aside. It may be a struggle for other dominants to put their dominant side aside to play. I don't know that we, I don't know that I even responded to his message, which was shitty on my part. I should have at least given him a response, but I don't believe that we've spoken since then. Here's what I learned from that experience. One, I'm very impressed with how the initial meeting went. I will probably do that for all future meetings, and I have done that with any other meetings since then, where my subby and I both go, we meet for a drink, we meet for dinner, whatever the case is, whatever we choose is right or whatever everybody, ha- whatever everybody has time for in their schedule. We have an initial meeting, and for me personally, I kind of need to get to know the person. Now, I've said in the past that essentially, if I'm going to sleep with someone or be with someone else, it's going to be, they're basically like a living sex toy for me, just basically a human toy that I play with. There's no real emotional connection. However, that being said, and looking back at this situation, I feel like that's not necessarily the case. I need to have a a connection with you. Not necessarily a romantic connection, but I need to like you as a human being. 
And in this instance specifically, we connected until he asserted his dominance. And that was a turnoff for me. And I kind of ghosted him. Not the right approach, which is another thing that I learned. I need to learn how to communicate with everybody openly in my life, not just my subby. If I communicated with everybody like I communicated with my subby, there would be so many fights that could be avoided or misunderstandings or whatever the case may be. So for me, it was a lesson in learning how to communicate, especially within the lifestyle and learning how to assert my feelings or talk about my feelings or communicate what I want without sounding like a dick. It's okay for me to want what I want. It's okay for you to want what you want. If our two wants don't mesh, then maybe it's just not something we're meant we're not meant to play or we're not meant to do anything or I guess I don't really know how quite to say it, but the moral of that is it's okay for you to want what you want. Don't feel bad for wanting something specific. Everybody's different and you will find someone if this is something you want to explore more. It might take time. And now with COVID, obviously, be very careful. And I mean, there's precautions. Everything in our life is kind of on a halt there because I don't know if I'm willing to take that risk with my mom living in our house. However, who knows what will happen. It's a crazy world we live in. But I would be interested if anybody wants to hit me up with a message or an email. Give me your thoughts on, well, just cuckolding in general. Do you have certain rules and guidelines that you stick by when participating in this area of the lifestyle. I really learned a lot from, I mean, as you heard, not a ton happened, but I learned a lot about what I'm looking for, what I want, what I don't want. And I've also learned to accept that what I want is okay. And if that doesn't mesh with that specific person, move on. There's other fish in the sea. I would love to hear your thoughts. Hit me up with some messages on your cuckolding dynamic, if it is something you participate in, or your thoughts on it. This is a shorty, but I promise next week things will be back on track and back to normal. I'm hoping. Camping season is upon us. I'm so excited. I'm hoping to have some people from the campground on, so stay tuned for those episodes. They will be fantastic. But that is all for this week. Short and sweet. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. I hope everyone had a fantastic Easter or just a fantastic Sunday shoving your face full of food. I know I did. I'm in a food coma still. Take care. I will talk to you next week. Be safe and be good human beings. Love you all. Mwah!
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and review on whatever podcast app that you listen on. I would really appreciate it. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media. I really believe that there may be things I talk about that somebody might just want to hear. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. You can look for at Christine Kellogg. Christine, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. Also, I can be reached at christinekellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast and or explore my FLR coaching or key holding services, please find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. My beloved army of patrons is slowly growing and your kindness is very much appreciated. For custom audios, I'm on Fiverr at Christine Kellogg. I produce custom erotic voiceovers, POV, point of view, JOI, jack off instructions, as well as erotic hypnosis, ASMR, audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Hit me up on Fiverr and mention that you heard me on the podcast and I will give you a KFLR listener discount. For pics and videos of me and me torturing my subby's little dick, look me up on OnlyFans at Christine Kellogg. There's a growing amount of content that is free for now, as well as custom request options for my followers there. Let me know that you found me through my podcast because that would be super cool. Links to all of these are in the show notes. Again, thank you so much. Be good human beings and stay safe. I can't wait till the next episode. Mwah!